today on Real Life Radio. Why am I here? What's the purpose of all of this? What happens when I die? People want answers. And the Bible makes it very, very clear. In 1 Peter 3.15, we are to give them the answer. Did you know that? See, but I'm just a Christian. And you remember what the word Christian means. It means Christ follower. You're a follower. This is Real Life. Welcome to Real Life Radio with Pastor Jack Hibbs. I'm David J. thanking you for joining us today as we listen, learn, and are challenged by God's Word, the Bible. There are so many ways biblical truth is being challenged these days. With AI, social media, and fake news influencing our culture, how do we decipher truth from fiction? In Pastor Jack's new book called Living in the Days of Deception, He'll untangle the truth from the lies that seem to assault us from every direction. He'll not only identify the characteristics of deceivers, but how to recognize the deceptions that are altering and even replacing the truth. You'll be encouraged as he pinpoints the key to standing strong as these spiritual battles intensify. So equip yourself now from being fooled by the counterfeits that have grown more and more difficult to detect. Order Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Real Life. Order now and you'll receive exclusive bonus video content by Pastor Jack. Go to jackhibbs.com slash days. That's D-A-Z-E, jackhibbs.com slash days. On today's edition of Real Life Radio, Pastor Jack now continues his series called Futures with the message titled Approaching. This series is a study in what the Bible has to say about heaven, about the future, and why all that matters in our lives today. You see, we're in the midst of the signs of the times as the stage is being set for Christ's return. But what are the indicators and the signs from the Bible that we really are nearing the end? So today, Pastor Jack teaches us that there really are end times events that we need to know. Spiritual deception and cults will play an increasing role. Wars, rumors of wars, and races against other races. That's just the beginning of sorrows. Now, with his message called Approaching, here's pastor and Bible teacher, Jack Hibbs. There's indicators. The storm came. The barometer dropped dramatically. We knew something was up because the barometer fell so greatly before there was ever a cloud in the sky. Indicators. And you keep that in mind right now, because listen, in verse 4 of Matthew 24, Jesus said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am Messiah, or Christ, and will deceive many. Jesus said, here's an indicator. And by the way, if you're not a believer, listen up. This is awesome. Jesus said, as you get deeper into the end time events, these are some of the things that you'll see. These are some of the things that will indicate the times of the signs, or the signs of the times. It's the fact that there'll be great deceivers in a religious or spiritual context pulling people away, not only from the word of God, but there will be false messiahs that will rise up. Jesus said that, church, 2,000 years ago. Remarkable. Next, verse 6, chapter 24, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Wars and rumors of wars, constantly growing. Verse 7, He says, for nation will rise against nation. Those of you who are Bible students, you should mark this right now. The word nation is the word uh, ethnos in Greek. Jesus said ethnos will rise up against, warring against ethnos. 
It's where we get the word ethnicity or ethnic groups. Jesus said one of the indicators of the last days is that ethnicities will divide from one another and they will war against each other. You know what? Not only is that happening, but the world that you and I live in, it's stoking the flames of that. It's, it's as though we are hell-bent on a course to destroy ourselves as a culture. And of course we are. A culture without God is a destructive culture. But it's amazing to me that the news media, the print media, radio, songs, movies, stoking the angst that whites should hate blacks, blacks should hate Hispanics, reds versus fill in the blank. Remarkable. You guys know by now, I don't hold anything from you, so I'll probably get in trouble about this when I get home. But <laughs> this morning I was getting ready to come here and uh, clearly by, the, by our bathtub, our granddaughter on Saturday had used our bathtub. How do I know? Because there are a bunch of toys left in the bathtub. <laughs> and um, it made me think, because I knew, I knew this verse. I had this verse here in my notes a few days ago, but I looked at what I saw in the bathtub. Do you know what I saw in the bathtub? I saw teacups, I saw little chairs and little tables, <laughs> and I saw little combs, and I saw a white Barbie. I saw what is either a Hispanic or Polynesian Barbie. And I saw a black Barbie, um, and how do you know? They're all naked <laughs> in the bathtub. And it blessed my heart because I thought, you know what's so cool about that? My granddaughter, she has no knowledge that this one's white, that this one's Polynesian or Hispanic, or this one's black. It was the United Nations in my bathtub right there. It was awesome. But Jesus said in the last days, you'll have an indicator. And the indicator will be ethnic groups will war against ethnic groups. You know why that's true? Because there's no Jesus in your heart. That's why that's true. When there's no Jesus in your heart, you parse yourselves up, you divide, you get into little cliques and groups, and God hates that. Hello? Take a picture. Go look at book of Revelation. The Bible says in heaven, there are those from every kindred, tribe, tongue, and nations of the earth in heaven. That is awesome. So listen, if you're a racist or if you want to be like that, you're not going to enjoy heaven. You're not going to be happy there. Well, where's my section? <laughs> Can you imagine? They open up the door and there's flames and fire coming. Here's your section. Look, the gospel asked you, you want smoking or non-smoking? It's right there. No, we need to be careful about that. But Jesus said, watch out. Racism is going to be on the great increase It'd be one of the signs of the times. He said in verse seven, and kingdom will be against kingdom. Basilia against Basilia. These are politicals versus politicals. That's what we're most, more accustomed to when we think of nations, right? But it's kingdoms. Political rules will war against political rules, thus political wars. Verse seven continues. This is amazing. He said, Jesus said, there'll be famines. There'll be pestilence, incurable viruses and diseases, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. You say, it's going to get worse? He said, this is the beginning. See, you're glad you come to church today, right? Big encouragement. <laughs> Think of it. I'm glad Jesus told me all this stuff. I'm glad that Isaiah told me this stuff. I'm glad Ezekiel told me what he said. When God tells us stuff in advance, it's called Bible prophecy. It should bring you comfort. It should really bring you, look, I want to know what's coming up. 
I mentioned it a few weeks ago, but I'll use it in a different context. This thing about, you know, why do I need to know this and why this and why that? Because we need to know where we're going and we need to know what's ahead. That's why God has given us his word. And the fact is that it's so simple to us. We just need to translate it over. When you and I are going down the road and now our apps are so cool, they're telling us everything. I've got now an app like you probably do. By, by the way, it's created by the IDF. I don't know if you know this or not. Have you heard of the app Waze? It's, it was created by the IDF in Israel regarding Gaza. And, uh, but anyway, that's another story. Uh, but when you have ways and you're driving along and it says debris up ahead, three miles, it also says police officer a mile ahead on the left for you sinners. <laughs> but it tells you what's coming. Don't you appreciate that? Here's the app for life. This is it right here. It tells you what's coming up. It tells you what's next. And we need that. Jesus said in Luke chapter 21, verse 25, Luke 21, 25, Jesus said regarding the end times, there will be signs in the sun and in the moon and the stars and on the earth distress among nations. Listen to this, with perplexity. The word, the word perplexity in Greek means nations will have no way out of dilemmas. There's no way out. The sea and the waves roaring. Now listen, think COVID right now. Think, listen. Men's hearts will fail them for fear. And the expectation of those things which are coming upon the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Listen, I don't mean to belittle anything, but according to God's prophetic plan, COVID may not even appear on the radar. A blip at best. There are things coming to this Christ-rejecting world that are cataclysmic. The world is, as it were, shaking. And there's almost a violence to it just in and of itself. But Jesus said there's a time coming when men's hearts will fail them for fear. They look around, they'll see the headline news and they'll begin to get palpitations, stress, and maybe heart attacks. Their hearts will fail them because of fear. And all around the world today, I'm, I'm, it's almost embarrassing to be a human right now. We, we, we buckled. I'm convinced that if we didn't have the media platforms that are available uh, to pound us with constant propaganda, we would have fared much better. But people are bound in fear. You see people crippled by fear. And this is just the beginning, Jesus said. See, what's your point? My point is, listen, Christ comes into your life. He takes away the fear of death. He gives you a reason to live. And listen, listen, if he can handle the grave and make it empty, he can take care of anything else that comes into your life. We need to stop fearing. It has crippled you, if you think of it. Signs of the times. Number two is the witness of the scriptures. Approaching. Every day is the witness of the scriptures, the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 25 says, For I am the Lord, I speak. Oh, I love that. And the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and performance, says the Lord God. I love what, listen, church, when God says something, listen, get your Bible. God said it. You can just, just, Wait for him to do it. If God said it, stand on that. 
He cannot lie. He's holy. Think about it. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Imagine if Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were standing here today. You know what they would say? They would say, I read Genesis. I read Exodus. I read the first five books. He kept every word he promised. Even to this day, as God draws Israel back into its own land, could never have been said until May 14th, 1948. God said, I'm going to do it. And he's doing it. When God speaks to you out of his word, he's going to do it. The authority of the scripture, church, is absolutely undeniable and accurate. I boast in this. I rejoice in this. People say, well, you can't, do, you can't prove the existence of God. I believe I can. So you got to be kidding. I am not kidding. Because when the Bible says something a thousand years ago, and then here it is, when the Bible says something 3,000 years ago, and here it is, you can put that in the lab. You can test that. The validity of the Bible. Remember now, Jesus said, I've told you these things in advance that when they happen, you will know and believe. Isaiah echoed the same. In fact, we read it a moment ago. Let's look at it again. Isaiah 42, verse 9. Behold, the former things have come to pass and new things I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. That's my God. He's that big. You're listening to Real Life with Pastor Jack Hibbs. You know, to hear more episodes and maybe catch up in the series, just go to jackhibbs.com. That's jackhibbs.com. And for now, let's get back to our teaching. Once again, here's Pastor Jack. This is so cool. Isn't that kind of like how it is with parents and kids, though? Daddy, daddy, mommy, mommy, don't worry about it. We're going to go down there. We're going to turn right, and then the thing's going to be there, and then we're going to walk in. It's all good. And the kid goes, all right. They don't know, but we know. We're kind of like a little God to them in a way. We take care of them. We feed them. They panic. Uh, we calm them down. They don't know the way. We take them the way. That's how they learn obedience when they're just little things. Right? Think about it. That's why parenting is such a divine thing. But that's another Bible study some other day for that. <laughs> Scripture, Isaiah 45, verse 21 and 22. Isaiah 45, 21. Declare what is to be. Present it. Let them take counsel together for who foretold this long ago? Who declared it from the distant past? Was it not I, the Lord? And there is no God apart from me, a righteous God and Savior. That means there's one God, there's one Savior, people. That's, uh, there's not going to be two. There is none but me. Turn to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. When I see God flexing, that's how he flexes, right there. That's just... A dr- you can see God drop the microphone at that one. <laughs> All these idols have got to run away if they could run. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. We read it earlier today. But I am God. There is no other. I am God. There's none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet done. Okay, so listen. That's God speaking in the Old Testament. We read in our introduction, John 14, 29, but listen carefully, hang on to your seats. John 14, 29, Jesus said, and now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe, but the question is, what am I to believe? Well, I'm glad you asked because Proverbs 30, verse four connects the prophetic nature of God and who you are to believe. Proverbs 30, verse four, who has ascended into heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in his garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? 
And what is his son's name? If you know. And in my notes, the word if I have highlighted. If. That's the key, isn't it? Isn't that all hinged for eternity? That if. Do you know when it says, what is his son's name if you know? Friends, if you don't know, this is Proverbs. This is the Old Testament. God is saying, what's my name? Oh, and what's the name of my son? If you know. Do you remember when you were a kid, little in school and then you knew? You'd jump up out of your seat. Ooh, 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 ooh. Pick me, pick me. Remember that? Everybody in heaven are like that. They're, 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 they're people like that. Ooh, I knew, I knew. When I lived on earth, I knew. Will you be able to say that? The prophet Isaiah announced that the Messiah would come by way of a virgin. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. That the very same one that would come born of a virgin, Isaiah 7, 14, would be the one who would govern the nations and he has always existed, Isaiah 9, 6. But those same Hebrew prophets also said that you'll find him born in Bethlehem, Micah chapter 5, verse 2. The Bible says in Psalm 2 that the nations would rage at God and his son. Wow. Remarkable. We look to the strength and the validity and the veracity of the scriptures. Number three, approaching, is the reason for faith. Always, every time we hear the Bible, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Christian, every time you hear a Bible verse or a sermon preached, your faith should grow because what's implied is that you're going to practice what you've just heard, right? Reasons for faith. By the way, faith uh, is conceived, the conception of faith happens when your questions get answered. People have questions, I think, that are put in us by God. What's the meaning of life? I think God put that in you to ask. Why am I here? What's the purpose of all of this? What happens when I die? People want answers. And the Bible makes it very, very clear. In 1 Peter 3.15, we are to give them the answer. Did you know that? See, but I'm just a Christian. And you remember what the word Christian means. It means Christ follower. You're a follower. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Isn't that cool? You and I are supposed to be answering people's questions. Ladies and gentlemen, do people have a lot of questions right now? People are terrified. We, it's not us, but we've been given the answer. We don't walk up and say, hey, I'm the answer. No, we say, you know what? I have the answer. And this is a tremendous time to do that very, very thing. People need answers. By the way, again, with kids, when your little kid says, uh, daddy, do worms yawn? When they're, do they yawn? You say, I don't know, but let's go study worms. If your kid says, what's my birthday doing right now? Well, let's look at a calendar and see how far it is away. When kids ask those amazing, crazy little questions, you got to answer them. Because if you don't answer your kid the question, listen, a kid growing up without answers is confused. And you know that's true in your own life. That's why we say, God, I have this question. Then get the answer. 
Here at this church, if you call the church, you say, I have so many questions. What we'll say is, well, we'll answer your questions from the Bible. We'd love for you to get the answers yourself from the Bible. But go ahead and read it and then call us back. But just know this. We're just going to point you to the Bible because the Bible's the answer. When somebody has the Bible as the answer, you can't shake that answer. It's firm. It's steadfast. It's immovable. But you, listen, the questions have got to be answered. It's the way you're wired as a human. The Bible tells us that in Acts chapter 17, verse 2, this is, again, this is Paul's tactic. This is Paul's way. He, uh, he's in Greece now. But anyway, Acts 17, it says, Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, that is his Jewish brethren, his, his uh, Jewish uh, brothers, for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the, what? Scriptures. And that's the Old Testament. I often tell you, church, be skilled at speaking as to why, listen, listen, please listen. Why do you believe what the New Testament says? You should be challenged all the time on this. Why do you believe the New Testament? Oh, that's simple. Because the New Testament is simply the reporter's records of what was promised in the old. I would never know if what was spoken in the old was fulfilled unless the eyewitness accounts of the New Testament. That's what it's for. The Old Testament announced this and the New Testament recorded it. That's how I know the New Testament's true because I read the Old Testament. Are you with me? When Paul preached, he only had the Old Testament. He didn't say, turn to Romans. Whoops, I haven't written that part yet. They didn't have it. And what did they do? They preached Christ. They preached crucifixion. They preached resurrection. They preached, listen, righteousness by faith, not by works. Faith before God in his ability to provide a sacrifice, beginning with Abraham and Isaac on Mount Moriah. All of it. Absolutely awesome. Faith. And we need to know that. And we need to practice that. Number four. Are we on number four, church? Anybody taking notes? Lost my place. Fourth, approaching is a clear understanding. Oh, this is fun. A clear understanding. So where we are, uh, today uh, is the 14th, yes? Today's the 14th of this month of this year. Guess what? We have never been this far before. We're in uncharted territory, folks. And yet you're not worried about it. How is that? You didn't go to bed last night. Oh my goodness. And guess what? When you wake up tomorrow, we've never been there before. That's okay. God told us how it's going to go. Here's what's cool about this. I love books and I have some really old books. And so when I'm reading these great saints of yesteryear, I have books that are two, three, four, five hundred year old authors. When you read guys who, for example, great scholars 500 years ago, when they look at Jesus' words about the temple or when they look at Daniel chapter 9, you should hear what they have to say. It makes no sense. You want to know why? They were so far back that they didn't see clearly up ahead. Time is linear, people, on a line. Think of it. Time begins and time ends. And you know what's cool about this? We know that that's true even in physics. Time's a Time is a physical aspect of physics. You can tamper with time. It's weird. Time begins and time ends on a linear scale. And somewhere along the line, 
somebody lived and somebody wrote a book. And for their day, at their time, they had a understanding from their perspective. Now, those of us who live in the 21st century are way further down on that timeline with Bible open. For example, Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27, mark it down, is the lock and key of understanding all Bible prophecy. Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. If you don't read Daniel 9, 24 to 27, you'll never understand the book of Revelation. Ain't no way. Pastor and Bible teacher, Jack Hibbs, here on Real Life Radio with his message called Approaching. So glad you could be here today. You know, this message is part of Pastor Jack's series called Futures. It's a series on prophetic scripture and what those scriptures mean for us today. And we'll continue on the next edition of Real Life Radio. Hey, this is Jack Hibbs here, and I want to encourage you to get our brand new book, Living in the Days of Deception. This book is specifically written to help you and I navigate these very deceptive times. Here's a special offer. Yes, it is available wherever books are sold. However, right here at jackhibbs.com, if you order it here with us, you will get and only get right here four video teachings where I address certain aspects of the book with you personally. And so we look forward to you getting your own copy, Living in the Days of Deception, right here at jackgibbs.com, and you can get the four exclusive bonus teachings as well. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is available for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com days. That's D-A-Z-E, days. Once again, jackhibbs.com D-A-Z-E. This program is made possible by the generous contributions of you, our listeners. Visit us at jackhibbs.com. That's jackhibbs.com. Until next time, Pastor Jack Hibbs and all of us here at Real Life Radio wish for you solid and steady growth in Christ and in His Word. We'll see you next time here on Real Life Radio.